Noah Bowick and Anthony Bill. Alrighty, we are back with another episode of the Couch Scouts podcast. Welcome into episode 14. This is the AL Central preseason primer. We are covering the Chicago White Sox, Cleveland Indians, Detroit Tigers, Minnesota Twins, and the Kansas City Royals. Here with my co-host Anthony how are you doing, man? Good. Super excited to talk we, about yes. the Indians and yes. the rest of the AL Central, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we both know the the Indians are probably going to run away with it uh, again. I don't know if they're going to run away <laughs> this time. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. You can... Uh, get all the latest breaking news and just reactions from from us as the hosts. We are on Instagram at the Couch Scouts Pod, and if you want to submit a listener question, send it to the Couch Scouts Pod at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on our personal uh, Twitters and Instagram, I'm on Twitter at kots fantasy, and Anthony is on Instagram at Anthony D Bills, and on Twitter dat underscore dude underscore ab. And while you're listening, go ahead and just scroll down, give us a rate, a review, and subscribe to this episode so that you can keep up to date with all of um, all the episodes that we're releasing and stay on top of the sporting news. But uh, we're just going to pump this episode out for you real quick in 35 minutes or less. So let's get started, Anthony, with the Chicago White Sox. I will, I'll start so that you can, you can hit the Indians next. Um, White Sox are... Still kind of in a rebuild mode there. I know they were shooting for like a 2020 rebuild plan, but it's looking like that might be a little delayed. They were 62-100 and 100 in the AL Central for fourth place. They hit 182 home runs, which was 10th in the AL. Had a 242 batting average, 12th in the AL. Gave up um, 196 home runs, 7th in the AL, and had a team ERA of 4.84. So mm-hmm. all around... They were pretty deserving of that fourth place finish in the AL Central. Um, they do have some good, some good pieces, some players to look for this year. Again, is Jose Abreu. He's a great um, hitter, great DH for the White Sox. Um, has great power and just um, can drive the ball around the field wherever he wants. Daniel Polka, he is an outfielder for the White Sox, and then their pitcher they have Ronaldo Lopez, um, who is going to be. Should be, could be up there at a ten winner, um, uh, ten win pitcher in twenty nineteen. So they are not the best team in Chicago yet. I know a lot <laughs> of the White Sox think that they are going to be, yeah. um, but that's not the case. Uh, here's the questions to look for. They obviously thought they were going to get Manny Machado this year, and I really was hoping that they would. Yeah, they were all in on him and Harper. Yeah. Honestly. So basically the. What it looks like is they they waited and waited and waited and now it's almost like they waited too long because uh, Machado obviously went with the Padres, Harper went with the Phillies, and now they have this this space, this cap space where they can sign players. But it's like you're not going to sign talented players now at this point until you know 
yeah. free agency next year. So yeah. how will they recover from that is a big question. Uh, at the closer position, they have Calvin Herrera and Alex Colome, who they still have to figure out which one's going to be probably the setup man, which one is going to be the closer. Um, I don't know if you know yeah, that. Herrera will be closer for sure. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. But well, maybe not, but I, I it's going to be Herrera. Okay. Herrera it is, and we'll keep an eye on that. And, uh, yeah, Anthony, I'll let you come in, give your baseball knowledge. What are you, what are you looking at for the White Sox? Um, yeah, so I think Daniel Palka came on last year. He's, he's an older first-year player. He was 26 last year, and that was pretty much his first time in the big leagues, and he took it by storm. He looks like maybe their future star. But Yon Mankata has been the guy from Cuba for a couple years now, obviously, and He's been solid, but I think he they're still waiting for him to step into that full potential when they first signed him. Um, so, obviously, Jose Abreu, but Tim Anderson is a solid shortstop. Eloy Jimenez has been a prospect for a few years. Um, that is now, it looks like he might get his shot this year, finally. So, we will see how that is. Uh, they added Yonder Alonso. I like him. Um, obviously, the only reason they got Yonder Alonso, I'm sorry, Yonder, I love you. We had you in the Indians last year, but the only reason they went out for Yonder is because his brother-in-law is Manny Machado. Right. So they were hoping that that would pitch him to come there. And John um, Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I mean, that's a decent team. Um, I, I, other than Jose Abreu, maybe Daniel Palka, Palka makes a shot at an All-Star team, but. Um, they'll they'll be middle of the road again. Um, I think they'll finish better than 62 wins. Yeah. They have uh, some young talent that's good. Uh, Carlos Rodon is their ace. He's not really an ace. He has potential to be one. He has shown flashes at some points. He's up and down, up and down, so they need consistency from him. Reynaldo Lopez, like you talked about, obviously. Ivan Nova has had some good years in the past when yeah. he was with the Yankees and the yeah. Pirates. Um, Lucas Giolito was one of the top prospects a few years ago with Washington, and he has not lived up to potential at all. Okay. Um, I'm really upset because uh, oh, his name is slipping me. I'm sorry. Um, do you have anything to say real quick so no. I can look his name up? No. Sorry, guys. There's a guy that the White Sox have. I can't think of his name right now. He's a big pitcher, and I think he's going to be out for quite some time, and he threw 102, 103 a big, he was kind of like a Noah Syndergaard type, and his name is slipping me. I'm sorry, but I was gonna say I'm excited to see him. All right, you yeah. look it, you look it up. I will. Uh, here's the thing that I want from the White Sox is I went to I went to college in Illinois, and I have a few friends who are White Sox fans. Um, my wife's family is actually White Sox fans, not Cubs fans. Um, I just want there to be this. I want to get the rivalry back of. Of White Sox Cubs, like obviously the the rivalry is huge in the city, but I want to see the White Sox get back up to um, competition in the AL Central, so that just that those games are more um, meanwhile more worthwhile, uh, meaningful for for the rivalry and just for the AL and the NL respectively. But yeah. Anthony's got the name. Yeah, Michael. I, I can't say his last name. Kopic. Kopic. Kepic. I don't know. Whatever. You guys would know him <laughs> if you saw him. Sorry, I can't say his freaking last name. But yeah, he. That's right. He had a UCL injury in his right elbow. Oh, so yeah. basically, the Tommy was John reading about and all that. that. Um, and I had that injury a few years ago. I fortunately I wasn't playing pro ball, so I was able to just stop playing and save my arm from tearing completely like this dude did. 
Uh, it's serious. It is painful, especially if you're throwing 103 mile an hour. So he's going to be out actually until next season. So we won't see him this year, which is very disappointing. But but yeah, I agree with you. The the north side south side rivalry, man. It'd be fun to see it back. Yeah. Honestly, I wanted to see Harper or Machado, one of them, go right. there exactly. just to help. But the White Sox, it's going to be a couple more years. We'll see how these young guys. We'll see if Yon Moncada steps up finally. You know, we'll see if Eloy Jimenez turns into the prospect like the big league player they thought. We'll see how uh, Daniel Palka, Palka yeah. uh, comes off last year. Alrighty. On to the Cleveland. This is for you. Yeah, this is this is your team. So run it down. Give us a breakdown. Man, I love. Hold on, I have to ask you a question on the key players you put down. How do you not have Francisco Lindor? I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> I can only pick three. I can only pick. Three. Oh man, Francisco. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Listen. Yeah, the tribe. They won the central again last year. Uh, they pretty much had the central from day one. So they never really. I don't know if they really. They they kind of underachieved last year. Um, they were lucky to be in the AL Central and have a bad division because 91 and 71 wasn't that great, but they still won the division. Obviously, you had the Yankees won 100 games, and they went to a wild card. The Oakland A's won, I think, 96 or 97, and they were in the wild card. So yeah. the Indians were fortunate of the division this year. So yeah. I hope they bounce back this year. Um, they definitely dealt with some injuries last year, especially in the pitching staff. We missed Kluber for some time. We missed Carrasco for some time. We missed uh, Trevor Bauer was on a Cy Young tear. He was one of the favorites for the Cy Young, and he went down for like the last two months of the season, yeah. just before the playoffs. And that just really, it just you can just tell from all year last year it wasn't really the Indians' year. But you know they they were one of the tops in home runs. They hit two hundred sixteen. Wow. Uh, yeah, which was better than the Red Sox, which surprised me. Yeah. You know, so obviously they had Edwin Encarnacion, they had Yonder Alonso, but freaking, but both of them were surpassed by. Two of the smallest players in baseball, which is, amazes me. Francisco Lindor and uh, Jose Ramirez. And Lindor last year hit, sorry, I'm trying to find it, um, 38. And Jose wow. Ramirez had 39. Holy So smokes. two guys just right there in the middle of the lineup. I love them. Obviously, um, the pitching staff is going to be A1 again. You know, Kluber is legit. Trevor Bauer is legit. Carlos Carrasco is legit. Yeah. Mike Clevenger was a lights out last year. I love this dude. He could be an opening day starter if he was on any other team. Well, not any other team, but he could be a number one on a lot of teams in baseball, and he's the fourth for the Indians, which is amazing. And then the uh, fifth guy is going to be Shane Bieber, who obviously he had a great rookie year as well. So I, I love what the Indians have. I'm a little concerned on the offensive side. Yeah. Uh, we lost Michael Brantley. That is so big, so big to lose Michael Brantley. Um, and then obviously Yonder Alonso, trade away Edwin Encarnacion. So we're losing a lot of our production. But And Jan Gomes. I, I'm interested to see Jan Gomes is gone. So Roberto Perez, the backup catcher, will be the everyday catcher now. Um, he definitely has – He's he. I, I believe in him. The Indians believe in him too, obviously. Um, so – It'll be interesting. The one guy I'm really looking at in this lineup is Jason Kipnis. If Jason Kipnis can get back to form when this dude was an all-star. Yep. It, it sucks because it seems like Kipnis's great play has not lined up with all these other guys' great play yet. When Kipnis was 
a couple years ago, Kipnis was our best player. And then Lindor was coming up, Jose Ramirez was coming up, and all these other guys. And now Kipnis is, like, really bad. Like, a lot of Indians fans, trust me, we I have wanted to see him go. But if Kipnis can get, um, get back to just close to what he used to be, it'll be a big help for them. Um, so they're definitely going to be up there again in the AL Central. Um, yeah. I honestly, I think the Twins are going to surprise the Indians and maybe take the Central from them this year, which I love because the Indians have competition in the division now, which hopefully will make them play better. But yeah, two names, yeah, Hanley Ramirez and Andrew Miller. Oh man! Obviously, Andrew Miller is no longer with the Indians. Talk about what that will mean for the bullpen, and then what your hopes are if Hanley Ramirez makes. Yeah, the, the Indians starting day roster. Yeah, so Andrew Miller first. Obviously, that's a big loss. Andrew Miller and Cody Allen have been the back end of that bullpen for the last three years. It's going to be big, but that's why they made that trade to get Brad Hand and Adam Simber from the Padres last year because they knew they weren't going to be able to afford those two. So they replaced them with Adam Simber. I don't really like him that much. Hopefully, now that he's had a whole offseason with him, they'll be good. And Brad Hand is a solid closer. He's He was one of the best in the game last year. I, I like having Brad Hand. Um, but it's definitely, the bullpen is definitely going to feel a loss. But I love the starters that we have. Yeah. All of these starters can go deep in a game, and that's going to help the bullpen out big time. And they're going to need it. Um, Oliver Perez is going to get a lot more action in the bullpen this year. He was legit last year. One of the best out of the bullpen in all of baseball. He surprised a lot of people, so... I love having him back. You know, we have other guys like Nick Goody, a couple others. So, uh, I like the bullpen still. The starting rotation is probably the best in the AL. It's up there um, with the Astros and maybe, maybe Red Sox. You know, so and Hanley Ramirez. I don't know. I hope he makes the team. I hope he gets another shot. Just because, I mean, we have Carlos Santana to play first or DH. We have Jake Bowers, who's going to be the other with Santana. Right. I don't know about Jake Bowers yet. He had a solid year for Tampa last year, but I don't know how good he is. He had two home runs yesterday and drove in like six RBIs. So I was like, okay, this dude has pop, he has power, but Hanley Ramirez has been swinging the bat. He hasn't been getting you know on base or making production in spring so far, but he's been hitting the ball. You know, he's been hitting the ball the opposite way, and that's that's good when you're hitting the ball opposite way and driving the ball. So I hope he makes the team. I don't know if he will. Um, but the Indians have shown in the past they've loved to give in former like big time all star <laughs> players a shot at the end of their career, and it seemed to help out. Jason Giambi yeah. helped him big time, you yeah. know. So we'll see. I hope Hanley makes it. Okay. Um, Leonis Martin is a really feel good story. I just want to touch that before we end. Leonis Martin, that was another big thing. The Indians were struggling for center field help last year. Bradley Zimmer went down with an injury, and he and they just didn't really have a center fielder other than young guys, and they wanted a solid veteran, and Leonis Martin is a solid veteran for the Tigers. The Indians trade for him, and literally, I think, a couple weeks after they trade for him, this dude almost died. He's in the hospital with blood issues and a heart problem, like where he had major surgery. He, he potentially lost, he almost lost his life, wow. and I'm not exaggerating. So he's like, I'm super thankful to be back. I didn't know if I'd ever play again. I didn't know if I'd walk out of that hospital. So. Wow. A feel-good story, so obviously he's going to be hungry to play and make the impact that he could have hopefully made last year. So can't right. wait to see it. They're definitely going to be up there again. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the biggest question, like you said, is the offense. You look at Jan Gomes, 
uh, Yonder Alonso and Michael Brantley or and Edwin and Edwin. That's almost 70, 70 plus home runs that yes. are being taken away in two thousand nineteen. So I mean, you have the you have Lindor, you got Ramirez, you got Santana. Um, I just want to see where is the rest of that production going to come from in the long ball. I think that'll yeah. be a big thing to address. But yep. other than that, I I like it and I'm excited. I have not watched much of the Indians until I met Anthony, <laughs> and I yeah. I sit with him today as he's wearing his Indians T-shirt. So <laughs> I can attest to his fandom. Um, let's move on to the Detroit Tigers, who finished fourth in the AL Central. They had a record of 64-98, and 98, 135 total home runs hit, which was dead last in the AL. Um, they had a 242 batting average, which was 12th in the AL, and had a team ERA of 4.58, 10th in the AL, and gave up a 216 home runs for 13th. Um, they bring back, obviously, Miguel Cabrera, still kind of the face, and... Um, of that franchise, but they have Nick Castellanos and Michael Fulmer, uh, a great pitcher who they believe in to kind of lead the franchise. But, oh, man, I don't know. They It's looking like it's going downhill for the Tigers that they are going to have to be doing some rebuild. And even even though they have Cabrera, I don't know how much he has left in the tank to actually carry, He's coming off an injury. To carry the franchise. Yeah, he had a rough yeah. 2018 season. So what do you think about the Tigers? Yeah, it's going to be a rough year for them, and it sucks because I, I, I don't want to see Miguel Cabrera's career end like this. Like Miguel Cabrera is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best hitters ever, man. Like he's on that Albert Pujols type level. Obviously, a triple crown a couple years ago. Um, I really like uh, Nick Castellanos. He's an he's not young, but he's not old. He's a trade piece that they're going to probably move this year. Um, I know they. I think. They tried to move him last year around the All-Star break. Uh, Nicholas Castellanos. Um, outside of that, man, it's a lot of names that you haven't seen much. You know, um, Their pitching staff has potential. Michael Fulmer has been, I don't know if he's the ace at number one, yep. but when they had Verlander, Michael Fulmer was one of the best, and he looked like he was going to be the future ace, and I think that's why, why they sent Verlander out. Just like, all right, we're ready to start rebuilding and go behind Michael Fulmer. Right. Jordan Zimmerman has not lived up to the contract at all. He was a you know top 10 pitcher in the National League for a long time for the Nationals. And since he's come to Detroit, he has been horrible. So that never paid off for them. Um, but yeah, I, the Tigers are going to struggle again. They, I think they'll probably be the worst in the division okay. competing with Kansas City. I don't yeah. know, one of those two, but... It's tough. Uh, one thing for Tigers fans, I guess, to look for is the guy that they got back from the Verlander trade from Houston, uh, Jonathan or not Jonathan Franklin Perez, a big time arm. He's gonna start probably in Class A or Double A, so he's probably not gonna be up in 2019. He'll probably be up next year, but uh, it's just somebody for you guys to look for in the future. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to Justin Verlander for the Tigers organization. So okay, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if somebody maybe makes a move for Miggy. You yeah. know, this season, I I really hope for his sake he does. But with that contract, they have a lot of money tied up into him. Um, they still owe him 154 million for the next five years. No way. So I think the only reason the Angels have kept on to pool holes is because everybody's like, yeah, well, we don't want that money. Him. Yeah. So. 
the same. Miggy only played 38 games last year because of that injury, so maybe he'll come back healthy and maybe in better shape. He'll be ready to prove something. Um, and hopefully he puts up some good numbers and people see, hey, we'll take some of that contract, you know, and and uh, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully be – be a good finish for his career. But, All right. yeah, the Tigers, I don't see much. Go Tigers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, one prospect as well. You just mentioned one, but also is a uh, right-handed pitcher by the name of Casey Mize, who should be up in 2020 um, and has uh, starting starting pitcher potential. So keep an eye on him to see if he yeah. comes up uh, towards the end of this year. But I would predict most likely in 2020. Um so- yeah. Yeah, same as the other guys, so to the let's go Kansas City Royals. They finished dead last in the AL Central with a record of fifty eight and hundred and four losses. They were thirteenth in the AL in home runs, hundred fifty five. They were ninth in batting average, two forty six. They had a team ERA of 4.94, which was 14th in the AL, and they gave up 205 home runs, which was 10th in the AL. So a huge differential there. Hit 155 home runs, gave up 205. Um, They have Jorge Soler. They have Edelberto Mondesi. Don't know how to say his name, but... Oh, Mondesi. Mondesi. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Shortstop for them. And then Whit Whit Merrifield. Uh, I'm really excited about him uh, on the roster. And then also another name is Billy Hamilton that they have. So huge. He's got speedy legs. um, And, yeah, I don't know if he... That's one of the questions that I wrote down for 2019 is, will Billy Hamilton remain a Royal through the 2019 season? Because... You get to the playoffs, a lot of guys want a, a player Steel. that can move around the bases yeah. and get you into scoring position. So um, just depending on where they think the fran- the, the ball club is going, um, yeah. we'll see. But, yeah, Anthony, break us down with the Royals. Yeah, they obviously got really, really horrible news recently with Salvador Perez. He's going to be out for the season oh, yeah. with that injury. That's really, really unfortunate for them. Salvador Perez is, in my opinion, best catcher in baseball. Um, so... That's obviously big time. Alex Gordon has, man, he was one of the originals. Obviously, it was Alex Gordon, Eric Cosmer, Lorenzo Cain, Mike yeah. Moustakis. He's the only one that's left, yeah. obviously, with Salvador. But, and Alex Gordon's the only one that's left. And he has, honestly, they're probably looking like, man, we should have kept, if anybody that we should have got rid of, it should have been Alex Gordon. Because he has not lived up to anything. He has been bad since they've won the World Series. And, it's unfortunate because Alex Gordon is a solid player, but uh, Whip Merrifield is a solid young guy. Uh, Mondesi is one of the top prospects in baseball, so it's fun. He's finally going to take over. He's the guy. Can't wait to see him playing this year. Um, he has potential to hit you know, 20 to 30 home runs. He's going to drive in runs, um, and he's going to steal a lot of bases. So that'll be big in uh, – I like Jorge Soler. He was uh, an upcoming prospect with the Cubs a few years ago. He yeah. got he just there wasn't a place for him in Chicago, right. so he has a place in Kansas City. He had a solid year last year, not too bad. Um, but they don't have anybody here. I think that's even projected to hit. They have one guy projected to get seventy RBIs, and that's Mondesi. So it's like yeah. they've got to find somebody to drive in runs, and that's where Salvador Perez is going to be a big loss. Yeah, um, Billy Hamilton's going to steal bases, obviously. 
but and then when you look at the pitching staff, Danny Duffy, eh, he's I think he, he's injured right now actually. Um, Ian Kennedy, yeah, they just there isn't much. So I wouldn't expect much from the Kansas City Royals. They're still in rebuild mode. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Would um, what do you think about Billy Hamilton? Do you think that he he does get moved or not? Mm, I I don't know. It'll it it just depends on if one of the teams. But I mean, if if you look at all the teams that we expect to compete, there's nobody that really needs what he's going to offer. Like, the Red Sox have plenty of guys to steal bases, and they hit doubles and home runs. So yeah. the Red Sox, I don't see them moving for him. The Indians have outfielders and young speed. Like, the Yankees, they don't care about stealing bases. They have made it known. We're going to hit home runs. That's what we want to do. So, I mean, maybe, but it'll just depend. Billy Hamilton is just – he's just a, not a good hitter. You know, he's a solid defender, and he steals bases, but – you can't steal bases if you don't get on base. Right. So, and um, so, we'll see. It's gonna be fun to watch Billy Hamilton in that outfield. That is a huge outfield in Kansas City. I love. Why I miss watching Lorenzo Cain play center field yeah. there. Obviously, you have him in Milwaukee. You know, Lorenzo Cain can track the ball down. So it'll be fun to watch Billy Hamilton play center field in KC. Yeah. But it could poten- it's potential. Yeah. So let's move on to the Minnesota Twins. Anthony, give us a breakdown for the team that finished second in the AL Central in 2018. Yeah, so like I said earlier, the Indians were very fortunate to be in this division because this team finished second, and they were 13 games behind the Indians. That is amazing. The Indians basically clinched the AL Central by not literally, but by June, we everybody knew the Indians are going to clinch the Central. So 78 and 84... They were one of the last in home runs. They only hit 166. Obviously, target field, the first month or two in Minnesota, it's pretty cold. It's hard yeah. to hit some home runs there, but yeah. the rest of the season, um, their batting average, 250, not bad, middle of the road. Team ERA was a little high at 450. They gave up 198 home runs, so they gave up 32 more home runs than they hit, which is not a good sign. So, obviously, to up their home runs, they added a big time bat, Nelson Cruz. He has been a solid 35 home runs at least every single year for like the last eight years, I think. Yep. Um, that's a big one. Uh, we'll see how Jonathan Scope is. Yep. Jonathan Scope, obviously he went to Milwaukee, kind of failed for you guys. Yeah. It was not a good one for him, but he'll be able to start fresh, new. He's back in the American League. Maybe that's what he needs. Yeah, I don't know. I like and that move for him. Th- another the, A big pickup I really love is Marwin Gonzalez for them. He was solid with Houston. Um, he honestly, Marvin Gonzalez would play left field, third base, shortstop, second base, first base. He played wherever they would need to give somebody an off day for Houston. But with Minnesota, I think he's going to be at probably third base every day, you know, and maybe switch over to first a little bit. But, um, and is this the year that Byron Buxton (laughs) finally steps into his Potential. Gosh. I'm done with this guy. I don't know how the Twins have stayed with him so long. Yeah. I remember, I don't know, maybe since 2013 or 14, they've been talking about this guy, the best prospect in baseball, and he has done nothing for Minnesota. He's shown a little bit of flashes every now and then. They let Aaron Hicks go because they thought this was the guy, and Aaron Hicks is all-star potential for the Yankees now. So, Byron Buxton, I don't know. But, uh... 
so yeah, Minnesota's offense is going to be legit. I love their lineup. Uh, they're going to hit the ball all over the field. They're going to steal some bases. They got some guys that can do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How about the pitching? They got uh, Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios. He's solid. He is legit. He is a very good, solid opening day starter, number one. Um, Kyle Gibson is always – he's reliable. He's going to make 30 starts a year. You know, he, he's reliable. He's going to give you that 200 innings. Jake Odorizzi, Michael Pineda, they're guys that at their best, they're good. Oh, yeah. But they can be really bad. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. It'll be, it, it, it'll be interesting. But – yeah. Jose Barrios is solid. He's a Cy Young type candidate potential. Outside of that, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm excited to on the offensive side see Jorge Polanco play. Yeah, and as well as Eddie Rosario, I think that yes. those are two guys that Dude, Eddie Rosario add great so bats, good. great direction on the field. Yeah, um, and then combine that with with Scope and Cruz and Gonzalez. But um, yeah, I think one big question is is how much does Michael Pineda have? He had some injury issues. There's kind of some question marks about how how many games will he actually start for this ball club. And I think that will go, that will translate into the success that they have um, on the on the pitching side of the game. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on him and just see where he's at. But yeah, I like Jose Barrios. And um, I yeah, I like the Twins. I'm, I, would, uh, I would think they're going to be second again. In the in the central, I think that they could. I think they say might. It. Yeah, win it. It. <laughs> I, I, that's why I said, and I was like, "There's going to be a surprise." I honestly would not be surprised if they win the central, and I I hate to say it. Wow. And but I love it because hopefully it'll make the Indians play a little bit harder, or like, you know, sometimes if you know you're going to win the division, you just kind of take it easy. I, the Twins are going to be up there. The Indians have to watch out for the Twins. The yeah. Twins could potentially win this division they have a solid lineup and if they stay healthy so and then yeah one prospect to keep an eye out for the next couple years is royce lewis who is a shortstop uh, in their farm system he's 19 and should be looking i'm gonna say a 2021 call up they said somewhere in between 2020 and 2021 but uh, he's got some great raw talent uh, on the defensive end and is just working on getting his his strength and power up on the bat in, in the minor league ball. So keep an eye on that name uh, to move into the lineup. Obviously, they have Polanco right now, so yeah. no bother calling him up at the moment. But all right, um, I'm going to just say Indians. I think based on the pitching staff that yeah. they have, you, you look at their projections, um, all five of their starting pitchers are projected to win over 10 games. Um, all of them should get over 30 starts so i yeah. i'm gonna go with three no, indians yeah. but i do think it'll be a much closer race uh in 2019 in the al central yeah, yeah. i think the indians are gonna if they want to win this division they're gonna have to win 95 games not 91 like yeah. last year because i think the twins will be up around 90 yeah they're gonna compete for the division or a wild card so yeah but i think what you just said the pitching i think the twin honestly i like the twins lineup outside of lindor and uh Jose Ramirez. I like the Twins lineup as a whole better than the Indians right now, but that rotation pitching wins. So, alrighty. <laughs> any uh, any breaking news for us? Uh, no, not this episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, then we will uh, we'll wrap it up for episode thirteen, uh, fourteen of the Couch Scouts <laughs> podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening, and if you haven't done so, go ahead and. 
uh, give us a rating, give us a review, and click subscribe so that you'll get notified for the next episode that's dropping, which we will be previewing the AL West. Um, and Whoa. again, we got the NCAA Tournament Bracket Challenge. If you want to enter that, follow us on Instagram at the Couch Scouts Pod and go ahead and comment on our NCAA Bracket post with uh, tagging three friends, and we will get you in for a chance to win $25. Thanks. You've been listening to the Couch Scout Sports Podcast. For more resources, follow us on Instagram at the Couch Scouts Pod. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.